Rise and shine, you Syracuse superfans. It's time to pour yourself a tall, delicious glass of orange fizz. Syracuse recruiting news, insider information, latest SU buzz. The Syracuse blogosphere comes to life on the central New York airwaves. It's Fizz Radio. Welcome into the very first Orange Fizz Cats for the SU Top 100. Jaron May here with Nat Bonaparte. And over the next couple of weeks, the Orange Fizz will be releasing the Top 100 SU Athletes of All Time. And on these Fizz Casts, we will be breaking that list down, talking about who the players are, if they deserve to be on the list, should they be higher or lower? And today we start with 100 to 91, the first grouping of 10. And Matt, let's start off with number 100. Obviously, Laura Herf, a field hockey player, one of the best field hockey players in SU history. I personally think the conversation needs to be, does she deserve to be on the list? And personally, in my opinion, it's a yes, because Syracuse field hockey is actually a sneaky good program with a lot of great players in its history. And at least one or two of these players need to make this list. And I think that Laura Herf embodies this, this team and is a great selection by the Fizz to be able to get her on this list and put her at 100. I agree. Uh, all, all ACC for three years, she was an absolute stud in her time at SU. 16 points each year. She was just an absolutely stellar player for the field hockey team for the late uh, 2010s. I think she absolutely deserves to be on the list. She, as you said, um, a lot of players played uh, basically every single game while at SU, um, beginning with her freshman season. So she was extremely talented, um, showed out every single year. But the thing with her was she wasn't the biggest stat stuffer. So when you look up her name, you're not going to see her in the record books too often. You'll see her sometimes here and there, but it's not like she's the leader in points or the leader in goals or the leader in assists. It's just that she was a really solid player for all four years. And that's what you're looking for on this SU top 100 list. Who embodies and who is some of the greatest SU athletes of all time? It's her because she put together four straight years of solid play for the SU field hockey team. Lauren Herf coming in at 100. I'm very happy with the selection, but let's move on to 99. Coming in at 99 is Brianna Butler. And when I say Brianna Butler, what is the first thing that comes to your head. For me, it's lights out shooting. In her oh, yeah. career, she had 373 career three-pointers. She was incredible for the Orange. She started 135 games, has more minutes than any other player in program history. She was an absolute stud for the Orange women's basketball team. I think she absolutely do, deserves to be on this list, and I think she deserves to be even higher than 99. I don't know about you, Jared. Well, that's, that's exactly what I was about to say, because Lauren Herf is the conversation is more, does she deserve to be on the list? Brianna Butler is more, does she deserve to be 99 or should be, or should she be higher on this list? I personally think that she should be higher because like you said, a knockdown shooter. She, I mean, you can put her in the conversation for best 
three-point shooter in Syracuse basketball history, men's and women's. I would I would put her in a three-point shooting contest with Jerry McNamara, and it would be an exciting battle to watch those two go at it. I think they are both extremely good shooters, and obviously Jerry McNamara is going to be somewhere in this top 100 list. I think Brianna Butler is very comparable, and she has a lot of great statistics. Is littered Her name is littered in the record books. I think that she should have been higher um, but somehow she's only at 99. It makes it interesting to see the rest of this list. But like you said, uh, a knockdown shooter was Big East all-freshman team her, her first year and all-ACC second team her last year as a senior. So Brianna Butler comes in at 99. I think we all agree that she deserves to be on the list, probably should be higher. Uh, coming in at 98 is Louis Orr. The famed Louis Orr, uh, half of the Bowie and Louie show uh, be, with him and Roosevelt Bowie. I think that this is a great selection, and I also think that he's in a good spot at 98. I'll share my opinion, but I'll let you go first, uh, Matt. Louis Orr coming in at 98. I mean, as a guy who helped the Orange go 118 in his four <laughs> years at Syracuse, I mean, that is just an incredible statistic. I mean, I, I absolutely think he should be on the list, but I think he should be a little bit higher. I think he could have made his way into the 80s at least. Louis Orr was an absolute stud in his time in, in Orange Threads. I think that he definitely could have been a little bit higher on his list, but I definitely think that 98 is good because I just want to – I'm just happy to see him on the list at all. Yeah, so here's my thing. Yes, he won 100 games and only lost 18. And when you look at Syracuse players nowadays, they'll lose 18 games in one season. So, sure, his record looks really good. But then when you look at his stats, they're, they're solid. They're nothing that jumps out on the paper. Like his senior year, uh, seven rebounds per game, 16 points per game. That's a very good stat line right there. But I just don't think that it's the best of the best that Syracuse basketball can offer. And obviously this list, it's not just going to be solely basketball and solely football. Um, so when you stack Louis Orr compared to the other men's basketball players in SU history, he's on the list, but he's not higher on the list. So I think 98 is a pretty good spot for him. Um, when you look at some of the things that he did and the team accomplished, it was he was a big part of it, but he also had a lot of great players around him, um, like Roosevelt Bowie. I think those two teamed up is why he had so much faith. Absolutely, uh, and as we go on to number 97, we've got Alyssa Murray, a two-time Tawaratan Award finalist. I think 97 is a little bit low for her, Jaron. I mean, from 2010 to 2014, she was one of the best players in women's lacrosse. And to put her at 97, I'm happy she's on the list once again. But I think she's somebody that could have snuck into the 80s or even the 70s. So here's the thing. And Matt, you know this about me. I'm a big women's lax guy, right? I do know this. I know you're a huge women's lax guy. Okay, so I, I support the SU women's lacrosse team wholeheartedly, follow them very closely. Alyssa Murray. 100% deserves to be higher on this list. And we keep having this conversation and saying these players should be higher. That only means that the people in front of them are going to be really freaking good too. So it's going to be exciting to look down this list. But the thing with Alyssa Murray, you mentioned two-time Tawaratan award finalist. 
That's very difficult to happen. She was an All-American. She was Big East Attacker of the Year, All-ACC first team, All-Region first team. She has all the accolades. Plus, the thing with her is she showed up in the postseason, especially the NCAA tournament. She leads all SU players with points scored in the NCAA tournament. She made it to the Final Four multiple times, the National Championship multiple times. She was one of the best women's lacrosse players in SU history. I would put her top five um, in the actual women's lacrosse debate. So if she's at 97, it's it's kind of shocking um, to see that she's at 97. And it's actually interesting to see who's going to be in front of her because she's definitely top five in SU women's lacrosse history. But let's keep moving. Um, from women's lacrosse, we go over to men's lacrosse. 96, Kevin Rice, uh, an amazing player, one of the one of only a handful of men's lacrosse players in SU history that scored over 200 points in his time at SU. I think 96 is a solid spot for him. There's just a litany of men's lacrosse players that deserve to be on this list. He is one of them, but he also, it's kind of like the Louis conversation. He's great. But when you stack him up against all the men's lacrosse players, 96 is a good spot for Kevin Rice. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's one of the guys that kept the Syracuse lacrosse team alive during the mid-2010s. So, I mean, number 96 is a good spot for him. I'm just happy to see him on the list. Kevin Rice coming in at 96. If you want to check out 100 to 96, please go out to orangefizz.net. And our uh, article is up on there. But, Matt, let's switch over to 95, and I'll let you take it away. Number 95, we've got Brian Miguel. I mean, another SU lacrosse guy, men's lacrosse guy. I, I think number 95 is a pretty good spot for him. Uh, you know, he was he was solid and all Big East first-team guy. But the, the question here for me at 95, is he better than Kevin Rice? What do you think, Jeremy? Um, I think Kevin Rice is better. So that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Like, should, should those two have flipped? Because I think Meagle gets a little, um, credit and a little boost maybe on his ranking because he was a defenseman and you want to have, when he was, he was incredible. Don't get me wrong. But Kevin Rice was the the beating heart of that team. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think like when, at least when I was filling out my bracket and, and for all of our listeners, um, all of the Fizz staff members got to fill out their ranking one to 100. And then we uh, put that all together and averaged it all out. So I think Meagle gets a little more credit because he was a defenseman and you want to ch- kind of change up your lists and not have all the attackers on the front end and then all the defensemen on the back end. So maybe Meagle just gets a little boost um, in front of Kevin Rice, 95 and 96, it's one spot. I mean, you're splitting hairs here. They're both great players, and I guess Meagle comes in at 95. I don't hate it, um, but you do bring up a good point. I do think Kevin Rice was better than Meagle. Yep, well, that's uh, that's life for you. <laughs> that's life for you. That's that's 95, Brian Meagle, now 94, Nicole Michael. Um, she was one, she was, let me, let me lay this out for everyone. Uh, she was on the women's basketball team, one of the best players, um, an all American on honorable mention. And she played and graduated in 2010 mats. 
your opinions on Michael? I mean, somebody that I, I think deserves to be on the list, but Brianna Butler's down there towards the end of the list, and I think she's somebody that definitely should be above Nicole Michaels. Yeah, that's also a good comparison. Um, Brianna Butler scored more because she was a pure shooter. Nicole Michael was really good, and she was uh, she was on the taller end, so she was a forward slash center. So she played under the hoop mostly. But she eclipsed 500 points in a season twice, uh, as a freshman and as a senior. So that tells you that she was really good. When I compare her to Brianna Butler, I think I would give the edge to Michael. I think I would just by a tiny, tiny bit. But again, I think it's splitting hairs that you could make an argument right now for Brianna Butler, and I'd probably be like, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Ben Williams, he was, as the the article reads, he he epitomized the Fogo for Syracuse. He was absolutely incredible. Um, And he was one of those guys that started really – uh, revolutionizing the position of Fogo. And one of the reasons uh, that is, is because he was so darn good at it. Um, he was so, so good at just getting the ball for his team and getting off as, as the position recommends. But here's my problem. How many, like, how can you really put a Fogo? Like how valuable is the position of Fogo that you can put him? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. He was incredible at his job, but, how valuable is a Fogo to be able to put him above guys like Kevin Rice or Brian McGill? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Kevin Rice is, we have that, we just talked about Kevin Rice over Brian Meagle. Um, it's like, you can, you can put those two and have a conversation about it. But when you put Kevin Rice with Ben Williams, it's not a conversation. Ben Williams is great, but you're right. The Fogo position is important to get possession and to win games. But when you look at the greatest players of all time, a Fogo really doesn't pop in your head. It's not like, oh, Ben Williams is the men's lacrosse player that I think of when I think of great SU men's lacrosse players. No, it's like the attackers and it's the really good defensemen and maybe a goalie or two. It's never really a Fogo that comes to my mind. And he was, and he was great. Like he not not many times was he beaten, but he's a Fogo. <laughs> yeah, and I, let let's let's also explain this because maybe people don't. Fogo means face off, get off. Um, for all of our new lacrosse listeners here, um, so Ben Williams at ninety three is a face off guy that ke- that beats out Kevin Rice. I don't think I had him on my top one hundred. I think I might have had him a little lower when I filled out mine. Um, and I think that he should have been a little lower, but whatever. Fogo gets in there at 93. Uh, at 92, Felicia Leggett. Again, another SU women's basketball player, another All-American honorable mention. And here's my gripe with this. Leggett should have been a thousand times higher than 92. I think that SU women's basketball didn't get a lot of credit back then because they weren't as good when she played uh, back in the 1980s. But she was a standout player, and she should have been higher. Like, she is – when you stack up all the SU women's basketball players, she's better than Brianna Butler. She's better than Nicole Michael. She's better than some of the other names that are going to be released later on this list. And I think that Felicia Leggett should have been at least in the 70s. 
I agree, Jaren. And, and she's one of those great basketball minds that's in the sport, currently the head coach of at the University of Buffalo, where she's the all-time wins leader. She's just somebody who loves basketball, is great in the sport. Uh, in 1985, she won Big East Rookie of the Year. She was incredible for Syracuse, and she went on to continue to be great. Felicia Leggett's somebody that I'm happy is on that list, but just like you said, should definitely be higher. All right, Felicia Leggett at 92. Matt, who do we got at 91? 91, we've got good old Trevor Cooney. If you don't know Trevor Cooney, I'd be incredibly surprised. A fan favorite when he played for Syracuse from 2013 to 2016. He was a part of two Final Four teams, the only player in SU men's basketball history ever to do that. He was incredible for this team, but he only had one job, and that was hitting threes. He did that. He had 281 threes in his four seasons at Syracuse. That's another reason I think he's on this list, because he was a four-year guy, only behind Jerry McNamara and Andy Rowden's in that statistic. He was a great player for Syracuse, but he wasn't one of those guys that I put uh, much higher than 91. I mean, I'm happy he's on the list, but I think this is a a decent spot for Trevor Curry. Yeah, so – I think Felicia Leggett should have been higher than Trevor Cooney. That's an easy one. I think Nicole Michael should have been higher than Trevor Cooney. I think Kevin Rice should have been higher than Trevor Cooney. I'm not taking anything away from him because he was a very solid player. Um, but what Gil Gross writes in our in his article for um, 95 to 91 on orangefizz.net, go check that out. He says, Cooney is not a top 100 talent, but he was the beating pulse that kept SU fighting hard on the court. And I think that sums it up really, really well. Cooney did not have the talent to make this list. I think when you just look at pure athleticism, pure scoring ability, pure just talent as an athlete, Trevor Cooney is not a top 100 SU player of all time. And he's not someone that pops to your head immediately. But it's just because he kept those teams together and he also has the, like you said, the final fours under his belt that really help his resume to get him in at 91. I think I agree with you. He should have been a little lower. He does deserve to be on the list, uh, but maybe in that like 96, 97 range. Agreed. I mean, like like Gil writes, he doesn't have a top 100 talent, but he he had that grit. He had that great shot. He, he was so helpful that for those teams and I think that's why he's on the list. Okay, well, that'll do it for our very first FizzCast of the SU Top 100. Jaron May and Matt Bonaparte breaking down 100 to 91. Make sure you tune back in here on the Orange Fizz SoundCloud for for 90 to 81 later this week. And go check out all of our articles throughout the next couple weeks, orangefizz.net for all of that. And of course, follow us on Twitter where we will be releasing all of the articles, all of the SoundCloud links and everything you need to know for the SU Top 100. Twitter is at orangefizz. But for now, Jaron May and Matt Bonaparte signing off. We'll see you next time.